Welcome to episode 70 of The Wonderland, everybody. Nice to have your company as always. I'm Jeff Healy, and I'll be your host for the next 15 minutes or so, during which we'll be taking an alternative and allegedly amusing look at what it means to be human and living on planet Earth in this, the earliest part of the 21st century. I say allegedly amusing, just in case the show results in some kind of litigation, because I know for a fact that the word allegedly is commonly used during legal proceedings. And using this word up front might result in my getting a more lenient sentence on the grounds of me being, I don't know, helpful in terms of saving time, should things actually head south. Anyway, look, I think it's certainly worth a try. And as for my referring to the earliest part of the 21st century, well, I'd like to think that the show has some chance of being included in some kind of time capsule to be dug up by future civilizations well after we've all destroyed ourselves through a combination of environmental carelessness, junk food and social media. But hey, this show is not about doom and gloom. No. In fact, I've often pointed out here on the show that many of our problems can also present opportunities. And there may be no better example of that than the self-help industry, something which never existed up until about 50 years ago and which has now become so huge that we actually need help with it because we can't help ourselves when it comes to helping ourselves to all the self-help. So in that respect, we need help. Or do we? Anyway, to talk more about this, we have no realistic choice, but now to call on once again the only forum custom designed for this type of discussion. Yes, it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time, which today features my personal take on the subject of self-help and another related issue which I think most of us will relate to pretty easily. Anyway, self-help. What is it really? Well, if you think about it, and I'm sure at least three of you will, you might say that this is a multi-million dollar industry born out of an idea whose time was always going to come. All it really needed was a society filled with stressed out people who could be easily convinced that they needed it. And I also think it's pretty interesting that it really exploded about the time that the internet also kicked into high gear. Coincidence? I don't think so. Anyway, make of that what you will, but it's my considered opinion that you could also call large parts of the self-help industry the helping you to be less like you industry. Because these days, largely thanks to social media, it does seem that a great many people do actually want to be somebody other than themselves. It's almost as if we're being told subliminally on a daily basis that the person staring back at us in the bathroom mirror is somehow less than acceptable, especially in the context of what we've just seen on Instagram or TikTok. Now, whilst there are definitely self-help resources out there which can be genuinely helpful, as a whole, I believe the industry is more focused on cashing in on the difficulties we face as residents of the modern world. Because if you think about it, that's what industries do. 
as in make money. I also think that a lot of self-help theory is counterproductive in that we humans are actually pretty resilient and instinctively much better at problem solving than we give ourselves credit for. And like a lot of human skills, if you don't use it, you lose it. On top of that, most of us are also invariably attracted to anything that looks like a quick fix, an easy solution, a way to paper over the cracks, which the self-help industry knows only too well. I think we're often also subconsciously of the opinion, or at least pretty easily convinced, that we can be and should be better than we are. Whereas the reality is that in many cases, we can't and we shouldn't beyond maybe being a bit more aware of things and other people in general. Let me throw in a little nugget of truth here when it comes to self-image. It is a scientifically proven fact that people will observe you as far more attractive and interesting than you ever will. The problem with this information, although it is 100% true, is that most of us can't wrap our heads around it. In other words, we think that we suck. To make matters worse, most of us have a skewed sense of self-esteem when it comes to the things that we do. Case in point, if you do something at work and 75 people tell you you've done a fantastic job, whilst two people tell you you did a terrible job, whose opinions are the ones you're likely to remember? Hmm? Yeah, this is one of the most annoying, naturally occurring parts of human nature. Also, each and every one of us is at least a little bit different to everybody else. So in relative terms, we're all a bit weird. And if we do enough navel-gazing, it's very easy for us to believe that what amounts to normal human behaviour is dysfunction and a huge problem, and therefore needs to be fixed as soon as possible. Now there are many things in life which are identified as problems, but they're more like realities we need to learn to live with, and one of the biggest is the difference between men and women. Which is kind of the second part of this subject that I want to talk about. Now you might have heard it said that men and women are not so much different genders as different species. I think there'd be times when most of us would agree wholeheartedly with that, but I do think that there are very clear differences in the way each gender tends to function psychologically in the way we're wired, if you like. Now, there's no point in complaining about the differences because they just are. Exasperation is inevitable, and in terms of relationships, the trick seems to be in learning to peacefully accept whatever weirdness the opposite sex might come up with without needing to understand it or even necessarily agree with it. You know, that men don't listen and need to fix things while women need to be listened to but don't necessarily need things fixed. What the two sides absolutely do have in common, though, is the ability to obsess over things that the other one will never understand. In the case of women, of course, it's often shoes, and to a certain extent, clothes or jewellery or cosmetics. In the case of men, it might be boats or motorbikes or power tools or cars or, in my case, t-shirts or vinyl records or musical instruments or, 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 or... Yeah, well, anyway, you get my drift. Essentially, these things are hobbies. Although I doubt that a woman would refer to footwear as a hobby, but girls, honestly, 
If you've got a wardrobe full of shoes, some of which you've never worn, sorry, that's a hobby. Anyway, just because none of these things are absolutely essential, it doesn't mean that they don't have value beyond how much they might be worth, given that you can afford them and that they give you pleasure, right? And if that helps you to be yourself, then that, ladies and gentlemen, is genuine self-help. This is what I know. Theory time. That's it for today's materialistically satisfying and hopefully helpful edition of Theory Time. Now, I don't know about you folks, but one of my favourite things, apart from cheese, is music. It always has been, and it always will be. Coincidentally, it's also the thing I make my living from as a singer-slash-songwriter-slash-piano entertainer. So, when I started this podcast about 19 months ago, it was important to me that I included some kind of musical component, which is where we are right now, in the form of Song of the Day. Now today, we're going to hear an excerpt from a track from Loftus, one of our Wonderland-approved artists. This one is from their latest album, and it's called Strung Out. There's no chemical solution for God-sized problem. No pill to fix a broken wheel if you got one. All the healing in the world won't fix a strung-out boy or girl. There's no easy way to stay away from the warmth that just takes over. No shots are cut to kill the buzz and let life just take over. And all the press it for your soul won't stop you falling down that hole. Everything is 
And that's my good buddy Mark C. Coles Loftus with Strung Out. And if you like the sound of that, I would highly recommend that you check out Loftus's new album on Spotify because it's a cracker. Okay, now some of you might have noticed that the last episode of The Wonderland came out two weeks ago and not last Friday, as would usually be the case. So now is probably a good time for me to tell you that from now on, that's the way we're going to do it. One episode of The Wonderland every two weeks, mainly because our research has shown us that it takes the average person at least 13 days to mentally recover from listening to an episode. And, you know, we were getting a lot of lawsuits and, uh, yeah. Anyway, what that also means of course, is that one of our semi-regular segments is now going to become a regular segment. And which segment would that be, Jeff? I hear you ask. Well, that segment would be... Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Okay, Kevin. Hey, Jeff. Hey, man. What's going on? What's going on? Now, you asked me what's going on. I asked you what's going on. Who has right of way here? Do I have to I have right of way. I'm going to tell you what's going on. You know what's going on, Oh, Jeff? all right. Okay. Now, what's going on, Kev? Tell me. Pumpkin pie. Do- that's what's going on. That's what's going pumpkin on. Pumpkin pie. Ah, oh, pumpkin. Now, okay. I have to tell you something about pumpkin pie. Right. When I was a kid in Australia growing up. Long if had, time ago. Oh, uh, a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what was a long time ago? It was uh, 22 years. Um, then I, if somebody had said pumpkin pie to me, I would have, it was a, would have been a bit like somebody saying fish milkshake. It's like, that oh, sounds God. disgusting. Oh, God, oh, was pumpkin pie. Oh. But that's really a North American delicacy, isn't it, Kevin? I think it is. But actually, if you, if you like... When you go through the process of making a pumpkin pie, or if you've d- done a jack-o'-lantern, for instance, you know, as some people do, you know, uh, on, on October 31st, um, you realize that the innards of a pumpkin are really something you don't want to eat. It's got oh, a weird yeah. smell, you know, but yeah. that's not what you're eating. You're digging that out and throwing it away. So See, what you're eating like is, is, is the retinol. No, no, because it's, it's really just this slimy mass with, like, interwoven seeds within it. It's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really gross. That. It's so that's got to come out. That goes okay. away. And what's left okay. is, is, the, is the meat of the pumpkin, you know, like the actual what forms the pumpkin. Like the so, so, but there's no meat in pumpkin, Kevin. It's, it's a vegetable. It's not meat. It's a vegetable. There's no meat. Well, Jeff, no we could, for the vegans, we could annoy them by saying, "Hey, eat your meat." Eat yeah, but your what about meat. those? Yeah, but what about those that are only vaguely vegan? What about those? Vaguely ones? vegan? Can you be vaguely <laughs> vegan? That's, you like, be va- that's like being a little bit committed. That's Remember a, how we covered bit, that? Or a little bit pregnant? Just a little, slightly bit. pregnant. Just yeah, slightly well, pregnant. Ah, well, okay. I'll, I'll try not vaguely to be so vegan. Dis- I'm going to use vaguely that. vegan. Anyone out there vaguely vegan? I guess we'll find out when we get you know bomb threats and stuff. Exactly. Anyway. So the next time I'm at a restaurant, if somebody says, "Would you like?" You know, would you like to eat meat or vegetarian or are you yeah. vegan? I'll say I'm vaguely vegan. <laughs> and see what okay. kind of see what they bring well, me. Yeah, probably, you know, a little note that says get the hell out or something. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of childhood, Kevin, this, you know, it, it makes me a little bit nostalgic because it makes me think of my mum and dad, you know, and and they used to talk about the subject of materialism. Because I remember it was just like one day to the next, back in the, mm-hmm. I don't know, the distant past, and um, materialism. And I honestly thought it must have had something to do with fabrics. 
you know, cotton, polyester. Well, I understand that. That denim. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, but Kev, you'd have to, you have to, you'd have to agree with me that we live in a materialistic society, do we not? Um, Madonna said that many, many years ago. Yes. We're yes, living in a material yes. world, Jeff. We are. Yes, and she was a material girl, as far as I remember. Indeed, and she still is. So, so, so that means having things is usually thought of as good, isn't it? Having things, right? Having things. Yes, yes, it is, Jeff. Generally, okay. unless it's a disease. Well, if you had Kevin, that thing, what, then that's not well, so nice, is it? No, it isn't, Kevin. And I'll tell you what else isn't nice. Having no choice, Kevin, is that good? Oh, my God. You're getting very serious now, Jeff. Oh, look, I tell you what. I feel like I have no, no choice, choice but to listen to you right now in this conversation. Well, you're done and right. You're done and right. The other end. But i got to say, i got to say, Kevin, you know, I, you know, there are times when I wish I had less choice in mm-hmm. certain areas, you know, because mm. having a lot of choice is a pain in the ass. Would you agree with that? Kevin. Or any other part of your body, it could be a, it could be yes. pain in the neck. It could be a pain in the neck. Yeah. Pain in the neck, but you know, which depends where you want the pain. Um, in the neck, uh, yeah. Well, let's not let's not go any further with that thought. But I have to say, Kev, I wish I had less choice in a lot more areas than I currently do. But here's the trick: I reckon I might also find it difficult to choose the areas that I want to have less choice in. Would you find it hard to choose those areas, Kevin? To choose an area that I want less choice choice in, yeah. Or would you want to chew that over for a while? I think I have to chew that over. You know what? I'm going to chew that over while I'm eating my pie. Is that all right? Your pumpkin pie. Okay. Well, that's that's actually a nice little kind of circle. You know, we started at the beginning with the introduction of the pumpkin pie, and now we're ending it. We're coming around to our five-minute end of segment we are. by you stuffing your face with the original topic of conversation, Kevin. And Indeed. I would call Isn't that... Beautiful? that it's incredible, Kevin. We've got to do better than this. I mean, you know, we can't have things making sense or people are going to stop listening. Okay, here's here's what's not going to make sense. I've got a burning question. What is it? Is that a fire hazard? Just put it out with any anything you possibly can, I think. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Yes, that's it for another edition of Good Times. And Little Kev and myself will be back with more improvised stupidity on the next episode of The Wonderland. Now, back to the issues of the day. So we've covered the concept of self-help and I now want to talk about yet another kind of related subject which I don't believe I've ever covered as such here on The Wonderland. In order to do that, of course, we need to dust off and load up the second most powerful weapon in The Wonderland arsenal. And I could only be talking about Jeff's thought of the day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. So there's a thing that we all indulge in from time to time, mostly as an involuntary reaction. I also think it's a largely misunderstood thing, so I'm going to talk about that right now. And it's anger. Right off the bat, I want to say that I think anger is actually a really important part of mental balance, despite what the self-help industry might try and tell you. sort of anger I'm talking about, though, is not the premeditated stuff that we've allowed ourselves to stew over for long periods of time and which may potentially result in really bad decisions, resulting in the victimization of innocence, the destruction of property, or a dangerously excessive junk food binge. No, no, no. 
I'm talking about the anger which washes over us when we suddenly find ourselves in an unexpected and annoying everyday situation, when we are really pissed off by what's happening there and then, in that moment, for whatever reason. Now, I reckon you'll all know exactly what I'm talking about because we've all been there, powerless to deflect that super pissed off internal reaction. Here's the thing, though. Anger and to be angry is, in general, human. It's inevitable, it's normal, and it's part of the healthy yin and yang of life. How we deal with it, though, is what's really important. Now, I'm not about to tell you how to deal with your anger. I have enough trouble dealing with my own, and of course, it's not any of my freaking business anyway. But I, and possibly some of you, have come to the realization that the vast majority of these everyday spontaneous angry moments are in themselves completely insignificant and that we'll almost certainly forget all about them and how cross they made us feel at that particular time a very short time later. You'll hear people telling you to oh, let go of your anger, which is pretty good advice and great if you can actually do it, but I believe with these moments most of us aren't even capable of hanging on to the anger. Whatever do you mean, Jeff? I hear you ask. Well, here's what I mean. It's nowhere near as likely that we will retain the anger or even look back and think, oh, why was I so angry in that moment? Because in almost every case, our brains have better things to do and simply can't be asked. So folks, if you are beating yourself up over your tendency to become cross in these small moments, take a pill and just remember, that your only real responsibility is not to externalize that anger by, well, you know, yelling at a toddler or punching someone. Otherwise, allow yourself some of that inner angry space. Give yourself permission to feel that undeniably satisfying feeling of being really pissed off from time to time. Because I reckon, in the long run, you'll be a happier person for it. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for Thought of the Day and another episode of The Wonderland. Thanks again for joining us and thanks as always to our now regular special guest, Little Kev, a.k.a. Kevin Owen McDonald. And if you enjoy the show and you'd like to be kept up to date with new episodes as they get released, make sure to subscribe to or follow the show. For now, though, it's back to reality for all of us, and we shall return in two weeks' time with the next mind-numbingly interesting and possibly entertaining episode of The Wonderland. Gotta come back to